from the roots up. CIUT 89.5 FM. Toronto. Hello, my name is Hugo from Guatemala and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Hola, ¿qué tal? Mi nombre es Hugo de Guatemala y están escuchando a Tracks from Abroad en CIUT 89.5 FM. Hello Toronto and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Today 
We are in the studio. My name is Jesse McDougall. We are in the Map Room studio here at CIUT, broadcasting an episode all about Guatemala. And if you're just joining our show for the first time, I want to explain what it is, Tracks from Abroad. It's a lot of fun. So every week we focus on a different country in the world. And because our student body is so diverse, people come from all over, I can... Um, find these great interviews with students on our campus. So you just heard our good friend Hugo uh, just a moment ago. He's saying uh, hello. He's from Guatemala, and he's going to tell us all about um, where he comes from, about the country, and he studies biomedical engineering. Um, so again, every week is a different country, and we have a lot of fun learning about the world and learning also about the uh, community that we have in Toronto with a lot of fantastic neighborhoods. Um, we love doing that, too. Today we have two special interviews. The first one is Hugo, and the second one is Paula Sofia. She is a singer-songwriter and a storyteller, um, often playing at Oud in the Fuzz or at uh, Drum Taberna, places like this in Toronto. You may have heard of her. And today we're going to do something unusual because she has released an album called Quinto de Hora. It's only 12 minutes long, 12 songs, each one minute, uh, each tells its own story. So because it's so short, we're going to be able to play the entire album, and we're going to get the backstory from Paula about how she wrote it, produced it, and created it. So, I think that's more or less the show today. Uh, I'm also joined in the studio by Aisha, Razak, Matthew, and Zoe. These are some of our friends and volunteers of Tranksome Abroad. And if you want to follow our show, head on over to tfa.radio on Instagram. You can also send us your comments or music suggestions at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm. Now we are going to start this first interview of the show. This is Hugo talking to us a few weeks ago all about Guatemala. And thank you very much for listening today to CIU. 89.5. We're going to talk to Hugo all about Guatemala. Hugo, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, Jesse. So tell us how you came, ended up here doing a PhD yeah. at U of T. So I always liked Canada, to be honest, uh, since I was a teenager. So it was always a dream of mine to be able to live here, at least for a little while. Um, yeah, so I finished my major recently in engineering, and I wanted to do a PhD, and so I searched for uh, many PhD positions here, and actually the lab that I liked the most uh, was, uh, we, we matched, mm -hmm. the, uh, the supervisor, my supervisor liked me a lot. So I ended up here. He gave me a chance, and I'm more than happy to be here. Yeah. So one thing I notice on your Instagram page is you have the Canadian flag, yeah. the flag of... Um, of Guatemala, but also the Mexican flag. Yeah, so that's how does correct. That, how does that fit in? Kind of interesting story. So when I finished high school, I got a scholarship to study in Mexico, in Monterrey, uh, which is near Texas. So I went there to study my major in biomedical engineering. Mm -hmm. Super lovely time. I love Mexico. It's, I love Mexico. Mexican people are super great. Once I finished that, uh, then I moved here actually i moved here uh semi recently i moved here on september of last year interesting yeah All right. uh, another show that we did with two ladies um they were actually from monterey oh really they, they described huh. what it's like to live there and as you said it's quite hot yeah it's super hot very hot yeah. place so let's just cut to a quick clip from that show returning to mexico this was episode number 28 monterey translates to king of mountains so mm -hmm. and there are a lot of mountains really? in Monterrey. because we're both from monterey it's so rare like, I don't really find people from Monterrey in different parts of, like, the world. I usually, if I encounter someone um, that's Mexican, they're usually from Mexico City because that's the mm -hmm. most common place. So, yeah, the fact that we were both from Monterrey, I was, I was like, shocked because 
People from Monterrey were regias. We're from the north. So in Monterrey, what are some things that you would like to do? Definitely uh, eat tacos. It, <laughs> it all the food. I love Mexican food. It's yeah. my favorite thing in the world. Honestly, yeah, they they have really good food. They always do barbecues. Uh, you can also. It is a big city, but there is also a lot of um, wildlife near it. There is okay. a lot of mo- mountains, so mm-hmm. you can climb a lot of mountains with amazing views there are uh, falcons there it's pretty cool yeah yeah and now i saw this triumphant photo of you in monterey when you're graduating <laughs> yeah and i think yeah, you wrote you something did? like you can do anything if you set your mind to it it's very motivational oh, thank right? you so much but one thing that i noticed on your diploma was that your name is a long it's kind of a long one yeah Hugo Lionel Igueros garcia yeah uh, Igueros garcia Igueros garcia so why is it that in Latin America some folks have these long names? I mean, it's very it's very interesting, honestly. Uh, so in most of Latin America, uh, we have two last names. So the first last name is from uh, comes from your father. Okay. Your second last name comes from your mother, hmm. and so you always have two last names. And people can have two names, three names, first uh, like one first name, two middle names. So I happen to have one first name, one middle name. And two last names. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Very interesting. Well, we are going to play some music in a moment here. And I want to ask you, Hugo, because on every single show we ask the students to bring mm-hmm. some music from their country. You brought a great playlist to the show. So why don't you select a song and then tell us why you picked that song? Okay. So the name of this song is Luna Llena, uh, which is such a good song, honestly. Uh, Gaby Mor- Moreno sings it. I feel like it encompasses, like... Uh, Guatemala music really well and she's just like amazing alright we're gonna hear Gabby Moreno playing her song Luna Yena yeah. right here on Tracks from Abroad you're listening to CIUT 89.5 why don't you stick with us Just him. 
Hola, soy Paula Sofía de Guatemala y estás escuchando Tracks from Abroad en C... C, por Dios. <risa> Tracks from Abroad en CIUT 89.5 FM. ¿Por qué me miras tan mal? Si como duermo y sueño como los demás A veces me distraigo pero es natural A veces me doy cuenta Sé que se me va a pasar Pero ahora tengo la gran oportunidad De estar en donde estoy y siempre quise estar Mejor que no te metas Preferiría elevarme y esconderme en los volcanes Y de alto ver a la ciudad De imaginar que tú no existes Y nunca más volverte a pensar Y que tus mierdas se vayan al fondo Al fondo del mar casas son como olas del mar que guardan tantas cosas que no imaginas igual es mi cabeza estoy cansado de vivir entre tanta mierda la gente que es mierda que es lo que hace acá Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Today we are joined in the studio by a UFT PhD student. We're here with Hugo of Guatemala talking about Central America. And Hugo, I saw this crazy video. You're walking along um, a volcano, essentially, oh, past yeah. lava. Was this in Guatemala? Yeah, it is in Guatemala. It was actually, um, the, it was, which volcano is it? Is there, there, by the way, there, if I'm not mistaken, there are 37 volcanoes in Guatemala. Yeah. I think it was Volcán de Fuego. 
Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fire <laughs> yeah, volcano. That, yeah, I I got to see lava. It was it was amazing. And you're close to it. You're yeah, right next to it. Uh, yeah, like the tourist guide, uh, he was like, "Do you want to see it up close?" And I was like, "For sure." So we had to climb a little mountain. I got to see like a huge lava river. It was like something out of Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> truly, was, yeah. truly. And not only that, I know that there are some really important Mayan uh, architecture locations that are really historical and and yeah. um, famous. Have you been to any of these? Is, yeah. Tikal, maybe yeah. is one Tikal? of them. Tikal. Yeah, Tikal. Yeah, that's the staple. Tikal has uh, many temples that are huge, and they were for Mayan uh, ceremonies. So they used them... Uh, the Mayans were very oriented with like the cosmos and astrology, hmm. so they used that as a way to communicate with the uh, forces of nature. And does your family have any connection to indigenous Guatemala? Yeah, my dad, his father is was indigenous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I am one fourth indi indigenous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but see, that's the thing with in Latin America, we don't truly know because we're so mixed. Yeah, I know that my great grandparent came from Spain and someone else from Portugal but I would like to do a uh, 23 and me honestly yeah, just to an know ancestry test yeah huh. because I truly don't know how interesting <laughs> yeah well let's get back to your playlist and I'd love for you to suggest another song and to tell us where why you picked it okay great uh, I would pick Luna de Xelahu next it is just a classic of marimba which is an mm. instrument that is, is it's a very interesting instrument. I don't know how to describe it. it the, the origins are kind of interesting because there is a small African population in Guatemala. They came with this in instrument yeah. and then it was modified. It's just a fusion of Mayan culture, black culture, hmm. uh, and yeah, Hispanic culture. It's just everything in, in an instrument. Oh, wonderful. All right. Well, we're going to play this song suggested by Hugo on Tracks from Abroad and take a listen to the marimba instrument inspired by all these different cultural influences. We'll be back with you in just a moment.
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Today we're talking with Hugo, all about Guatemala, and if you stick around on the show, we're going to have Paula Sofia, a Toronto musician, playing some of her music and discussing how she wrote her album, mm -hmm. her most recent album. Stay tuned for that. But here we're now with Hugo, and Hugo, um, as you were mentioning during the break, there is so much poverty that people suffer from in Guatemala. Yeah. And I want to start with the role of the United States with uh, the United Fruit Company. So basically, the United States, well, the fruit company owned a lot of land in Guatemala. They had plantations of bananas. Uh, they were basically exploiting the people in Guatemala in the 50s. So there was a movement by an elected president at the time to reclaim the land, to make the people from the U.S. pay uh, livable wages. Uh, as you know, like uh, in that at that time, uh, the states like a lot to incite a lot of coups. So what they did is accuse the the president at the time mm -hmm. to that he was a communist. That that was orchestrated by the fruit company. Told uh, they told the CIA, which is also interesting that they had like uh, the fruit company there's some overlap like some people work at the fruit company and also the CIA Con a little conflict yeah, of interest, of yeah. interest in. and then the CIA uh, overthrew the government basically uh, put a dictator yeah a series of dictators a and series of dictators yeah. right so this was hugely destabilizing for Guatemala yeah for sure so what were the consequences of the resulting civil war and the fruit company's actions? Oh, the, the consequences uh, were really bad. Um, it's called Conflicto Armado, and it lasted many years, and hundreds of thousands of people died. It was a very rocky time for Guatemala. After that, I, I, I wasn't born at that time. I was born after. Mm -hmm. Like, it ended in the 90s. I was born in 98. So I didn't experience that. I experienced the, the aftermath. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like 50% of, more than 50% of people in Guatemala live below the poverty line, mm -hmm. according to the WHO. Yeah. yeah. Now, is corruption something that you'd see and experience on a day-to-day -day basis, or is it only in the higher levels of government? That's a good question. The police uh, is corrupt, for sure. They sometimes, uh, I don't know, like ask people for money. Sure. Uh, but for sure, like the problem is with the higher ups. For sure, uh, they mingle a lot with the people in power that are like the politicians mingle with people in power in Guatemala that own uh, either uh, uh, huge uh, plantations or they own companies. That's a huge problem because like wealth is not distributed as. It should be. Yeah. Now, let me preface this next uh, part in the conversation by saying that the United States did have, you know, an ex-television host, Donald Trump, as our president. Um, this was v basically unheard of, but Guatemala also had a similar situation with Jimmy Morales, who had no political experience, as yeah. Trump didn't either, <laughs> no. and was in fact a comedian. Yeah, he was so a comedian. So why was this comedian, Jimmy R Morales, elected around the same time as Trump in 2016? So the background is really interesting. Yeah, the president before, um, Molina, was overthrown by, he was uh, casted out, basically. Like, uh, there were a lot of protests, Pacific protests that I attended when I was a teenager. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, because, like, he uh, and the vice president at the time, um, uh, he, st he stole, like, huge amounts of money, like hundreds of millions. So there were a lot of revolts, pacific protests, to the point that they had to resign, and they are now in jail. This is my personal opinion, but I feel like 
after he was removed, people just wanted someone that was not him. Sort of like a fresh start. Yeah. Jim Morales was kind of like a charismatic guy. That's up for debate, but at the time, he was a very charismatic guy. He wasn't involved with politics, so maybe that's the appeal, I guess, uh -huh. that Trump also had. Right. He wasn't involved in politics, so people liked that yeah. about him. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Now, this is a question I ask to students, and it often yields an interesting response. Mm -hmm. Would you ever consider moving back to Guatemala to live there? I love my country. I love my family, my friends. I'm I miss them every day, but I wouldn't I wouldn't know. As I said, there's many problems there. There's a lot of racism, uh, homophobia, the corruption, and I feel like I can't help my family if I move. And also, I feel like I I really love biomedical engineering. I really love to have the opportunity to study to do academia. That's the dream for me. So it's not that I ran away, it's just that this, there was an opportunity and I took it. Well, Hugo, gracias por venir a nuestro programa de radio. Claro, por supuesto. Um, canciones del extranjero, claro. tracks from abroad. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. You are listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougal, I'm the host of this show, and today's episode is all about Guatemala. A big thank you goes out to Hugo, our, uh, our student, he's in um, biomedical engineering, for coming on the show, for telling us all about his, uh, his experience, his life experience, and his perspective on Guatemala. We really appreciate that. And to all the other students who do the same week after week, you learn a lot from our student body, and I appreciate them very much. Now, before I introduce the next guest on this episode, I want to talk about an article that I read on the New York Times, and it was thanks to Democracy Now!, which, as you guys know, plays every single day on, on CIUT from, I believe, 10 until 11 a.m. Great source of, uh, of news. And so I read about an article called Alone and Exploited, Migrant Children Work Brutal Jobs Across the U.S. It was written by Hannah Dreyer. And I just wanted to read a few quotes from this because it really does have direct implications on Guatemala. So, for example, if I can get my computer. So, um, a third of the migrants that are coming across the U.S. border, the southern border, are going without their parents. And the majority are sent by their relatives, acquaintances, um, and because of widespread droughts that go on in Guatemala and Central America, this is a necessity for them. So in the last two years alone, more than 250,000 children have entered the United States by themselves. And... Um, I guess I missed the the uh, data here, but it was something to the effect of, you know, 25% of them are coming from Guatemala. So they have a quote here from uh, a man named Lionel in Guatemala who says his family has become destitute after a series of bad harvests, and he, they had no choice but to send their eldest son north from Guatemala all the way through Central America, through, you know, <laughs> through Mexico into the U.S. border. This is a brutal crossing that these people are doing, and... Um, it's even coming to my home state of Vermont in the United States. So in dairy production, says the article, uh, the injury rate is twice the national average across, across all other industries. And uh, this one boy who made the trip arrived in Middlebury, Vermont. Middlebury, Vermont. It's about 20, 30 minutes from where I grew up. 
Um, he was 14 years old and has been working 12-hour jobs since. So just to bring home the connection between Guatemala, a country that might feel like a, it's far away, uh, bringing that home to us into myself where I'm from in Vermont. I felt like that was important, and I highly suggest you take a listen to um, Democracy Now! from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on CIUT. We're now going to introduce our next guest on this episode. Her name is Paula Sofia. She's also from Guatemala, and uh, she kindly came to our Tracks from Abroad potluck recently, played some music. She's well-known in the city, and today we're going to hear her her album Quinto de Hora. She's going to explain how she made it and all of the above. So here, without further ado, is my interview with Paula Sofia right here on Tracks from Abroad. And we have Paula Sofia in the studio. Paula, welcome. Thank you for having me today. Very excited to be here. We're so happy to have you. Guatemala, you know, we, we haven't done too many countries in Central America. And um, one, one we did do was Nicaragua. Mm. And it was so interesting because the student was, part of his family was from Nicaragua. Mm. And the other was from Norway. So we played half songs from Nicaragua, <laughs> okay. half from Norway. But anyhow, we're going to learn about Guatemala today. That's an interesting so, combo. And Paula, where are you from in Guatemala? I'm from Guatemala City. Yeah, okay. I grew up there. We have two oceans, right? So we mm, have those yeah. those shores. Uh, then we have a lot of coffee plantation. We have a lot of banana plantation. We have. It's a very fertile country overall. So you do see a lot of um, farm-like um, scenery. It's actually called the country of the eternal spring. So because it's very fertile and like the the weather just calls for spring-like weather the whole year. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it. It's definitely a, a huge shift. Coming here, I don't know, I was very excited and very, like my whole adolescent years were like looking forward to go and, uh, and study abroad. So I was very excited. When I came here, I, I tried to explore as much as I could, getting lost and, and trying to figure out my way through, mm -hmm. through the city. I, I liked it and I heard a lot about the seasonal depression back at home and I was yeah. like, huh, that I don't believe that much in that thing. But then I came here and I realized that winter hits in a certain way. And um, because in Guatemala, we don't really have seasons. Like we only have mm. summer and winter and winter is um, like raining. But I've learned how to manage through both, I guess. And I'd imagine that dealing with those emotions, being able to play shows and share the music that you love all around the city probably helps with that, to be part mm -hmm. of the community. And in 2020, you released the album Quinto de Hora. Um, so we're going to get into that, and we're going to talk about the process of making an album. But what I love about this album is that it's just 12 minutes long, one-fifth mm. of an hour. And so on this show, on Tracks from Abroad, we have an hour, so we've got plenty of time. So awesome. right now we're going to get into the first <laughs> half of the album, okay. and we're going to come back with Paula. And Paula, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, dos. Um, dos, tres, quase si te cuento quanto eu esperado vas a creer que lo que eu estado mi vida toda eu le fijado mas parece todo en vano que si era haber sabido esto antes ya que pude haberme ido aquel martes ni pensaba que éramos capaces alzó el vuelo y no regresó sentada en la sala tomando un té esperando que alguien a la puerta viniera 
pasar a correr y a la vida poder alcanzar. Vi el tiempo pasar, se me escapó de las manos, me subí a un elefante para evitar retrasos. Abrí los cajones de mi brazo para encontrar otro clavel para Lucía. Vi una sandía con hormigas escondidas, una mujer con flores en la boca y nubes en el pelo. Un tigre y un caballo de calcomanía, un piano inundado y un árbol nadando. Todo esto veo, es agradable el paseo. Las calles reconocen 
conocía antes de que ya notara el padre en la puerta la esperaba. Bueno, me perdí varias veces, al menos cuando yo estaba recién llegado, ¿no? porque no, no le atinaba mucho. Infiltrada en la sombra, gusto de historias contemplar, no necesito 80 días para este nuevo rodear. Se capta tanto si aprendemos a observar y descifrar que en esta vida se entrelazan micromundos de cristal, vínculos, lazos se pierden entre tanta frialdad. Mundos coinciden a pesar de este Big Bang. Orientarse es bien difícil y somos unos mundos de gente. Y para empezar, cuando me desesperé, me quise salir del edificio, no podía. Me fui a sentar, casi adivinando, llega uno a donde quiere llegar. Hola, soy Abril de Argentina y estás escuchando Canciones del Extranjero en CIUT 89.5 FM. Back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall. Today we are talking with Paula Sofia. She is a Guatemalan singer-songwriter, cantotora, as I understand, mm, something like this. Yes, we'll talk is. about that term. Um, but you just heard the first half of her 2020 album, Quinto de Hora. Where, basically, where did this concept come from? Quinto de Hora was born... During the pandemic, a friend of mine from Costa Rica, he started this this whole thing where every Saturday he would give a random word. Like mm. he created an actual Instagram profile for it. He would put out a random word and he would invite everyone to like, yeah, all singer songwriters from around Latin America to write one minute song using that word. So at the beginning of the Saturday, you would have that word and you would have the whole day to to come up with something. And at the end, uh, it was nice to hear so many different versions and so many songs that all were born from one word. Very nice. So I started doing that exercise and I came to have like 17 songs. At one point, a friend of mine and I were like, we need to, like, this, this is good to release. Mm -hmm. So... I immediately had the number 12 in my head and I was like, okay, I want to release 12 songs. So then I started the process of, okay, what what are 12 songs? There are 12 minutes. The whole project, it's actually called Around the Clock in 60 Songs. Alrededor del reloj en 60 segundos. 60 minutos, sorry. Mm -hmm. That was the beginning of a longer project. I'm very excited to to create the other four-fifths and... Um, yeah, that's that's that. Now, the final song that every all of our listeners heard just before this break was called Micro Mundos. Mm. And who was the person speaking at the beginning and end of that track? That's my grandpa. And he is telling a story about how he got lost in a subway, I think in Japan. <laughs> well, isn't that fitting? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Given that before <laughs> you're, you're making it to the studio just in time <laughs> on the subway. Anyhow, what happened to him? Yeah, he got lost in a subway in Japan, I think. He gave up at one point. He didn't know what to do because it was a whole building that had, uh, like, each level had, like, five or six subways running. So he wasn't able to understand where to go. And he made friends with a with a local, mm. and he guided him, and then they ended up being really good friends. It was very suiting to the song because he says that he got lost a couple of times, at least, at least when he first arrived. 
I was getting so frustrated I had to sit down because I wasn't able to leave the, the building. And sometimes people, just by guessing, they get to the places where they need to go. Okay, okay. When we, you know, when we press play on an album online, uh, it's very easy and we're listening to a song and we're enjoying it, but we're not seeing all the work that went into it. Mm. So again, this album, relatively short, 12 minutes long, but tell us about the whole process of making an album, starting and stopping, reworking things. Mm. What is it like to make an album? Okay, my friend and I, we can... We contacted Alicia Brilla. She is uh, an amazing singer-songwriter based in Kitchener. And uh, we really admire her work. We reached out. I went to her studio. We looked over the songs, what we wanted for each song. And there was a lot of back and forth uh, prior to that in emails and telling her what was the feeling for each song. So then we met. We went through the songs. We practiced them. And the next day, we spent the whole day in the studio recording the 12 songs in like eight hours that was it and then the next day we did the editing and yeah that was the process for this specific project it's usually not like that <laughs> but um yeah this is a unique project itself so i guess it yeah. had to go that yeah. way and so we have six more songs on the album of quinto de hora by paula sofia that we're going to listen to and let's get a little preview i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you paula what is in store for the next six tracks this next song, Del Solo al Cielo, it's a, a song that I really like to to play with people and tell them the story about it because I like to tell them to imagine life as a cycle and life as a wheel. So they're on top of this wheel and you're rolling with it and there comes a time when you come to the highest point of the wheel and you feel like nothing's going to bring you down. You feel like the king or the queen of the world and slowly, little by little, you start going south and south, south and south. And there comes a point where you reach rock bottom. You think that nothing's gonna bring you up again, but eventually the wheel keeps spinning. So I really like the, the story of Del Sol al Cielo, yeah. You are listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Today we're in the studio with Paula Sofia. She just gave us a preview of these next six songs you're gonna hear on the album Quinto de Hora. Stay with us. Cuenta mi papá que tenía una amiga que no tenía voz Pero lo acompañaba día y noche, su confidente se volvió Juntos encontraban la manera de crear memorias Ella cautivaba sin palabras cuando revelaba su interior Le daba nuevas perspectivas para transitar por la vida guardando historias. A través de un lente conocieron rincones del mundo y mucho más. Ahora solo quedan fotos viejas que me ayudan a ver lo que veía mi papá. Hay días que siento que caigo de un abismo Otros que sin darme cuenta subo a lo más alto del cielo Y de ahí siento que el mundo es mío Y bailo y río hasta que tropiezo y caigo otra vez Esto me pasa seguido, no sé si es un ciclo Parece que esto no acaba, tengo miedo de estar atrapada y pensar 
que no aprendo de nada y volteo y aprecio todo el camino que ya recorrí da rueda rueda la vida es un disco sin fin da rueda rueda después de rodar la cuesta hay que subir Aquella tarde de mi casa me marché cuando el camión pasaba Sin pensar ni preguntarlo tomé y me acomodé Ya perdí la cuenta, llevo días, meses, años, tal vez horas Veo por la ventana y siento que el mundo desdibujado está Se empiezan a vaciar asientos de par en par Me pregunto si saben a dónde va tengo que bajar, no sé qué me esperará El camino es largo y tengo que avanzar Se detiene y a la vez dice que no vuelve más Detrás de mí cierra la puerta, sola quedo Y empiezo a caminar Es difícil encontrar un equilibrio en esta Tú precisa y estricta y yo tanteo cada situación Tú en calma y yo impaciente soy Ay, qué dolor, no hay receta que apetezca a las dos La cocina y yo no somos muy buenas Y platicar Será mejor para los dos Recuerdo que inmediato fue el apego Los dos de la mano corrimos sin dirección Lo que al principio lo sentimos tan ligero poco a poco fue pesando en el corazón Porque dicen que en la mesa y en el juego se conoce al caballero Y me tocó entender que no era para mí ese juego de llaves que me entregó Y está bien, no hay rencor, será mejor para los dos Que encontremos el amor en otra estación Yeah. 
contra el viento luché y llegué al medio del mar. Ay, 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 cómo aprendí a querer mi soledad. Ahora me falta tu calor para navegar. Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. On CIUT 89.5 FM. You just heard the second half of the album, Quinto de Hora by Paula Sofia. And we're so happy on Tracks from Abroad today to be with Paula right across from me in the CIUT Maproom studio. So, Paula, of course, today we're talking about Guatemala. We're going to get back to, to some of these cultural things. And I think a really good story uh, that I saw on your social media was about busking in the park mm. in Guatemala. How did this all happen? Oh, that was a funny story. Uh, my family and I were staying at Antigua, Guatemala, and uh, I brought my guitar with me, and we went out for a walk, and my brother was like, bring the guitar, we'll, we'll make you bosque. And I was like, I'm not ready. He's like, just bring it. So we went to the Central Park, and we were with um, a lot of our cousins and, and uncles. We started, I started slowly playing because I was very... Quietly, right? Yeah, like... quietly, <laughs> and I was very... That situation made me a bit anxious, so I asked them to stay closer to me. That ended up being like a 25-minute concert set list in the park, and mm. people were really drawn into it. We ended up having like 20 people around, which was great. And one of my, my youngest cousin, he gave me his hat. He was like, we're going to pass it. You like, need a hat. That's we like, need a hat. You, don't, you need the instrument, <laughs> and you need a hat. Yeah, we need a hat. So he lent me his Hat and he was he's like six, so it was really cute to see him like going around with his hat. And I was like, please don't, just leave it here. And he ended up um, making <laughs> a bit of money, which we ended up using to buy ice creams for later. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was a really nice experience, and I really enjoyed singing there not only because it was a unique experience, but because I I realized that I haven't shared my music as a singer songwriter in Guatemala. I've I've been here for five years now, so I've all of the that trajectory my my family have seen has seen, but through social media, so they weren't able to see me live until hmm. then. Yeah, and then we had a couple of concerts more, so that was really nice. But um, yeah, it was a really special experience. And were there any other highlights from your trip to Guatemala that you remember? I was able to travel a bit more, and I really missed seeing all the volcanoes that surround the city. Yeah, I think two of them are active right now. I'm, I, I'm not sure. But my highlights now that I, every time that I go are my family and just being able to see all the, the beautiful scenery that sometimes we lack in in Toronto, mm. or at least the, the mountain, mountain aspect of it. And as one last thing, Paula, let's talk about the projects you're currently working on. Can you tell us what's uh, what's on your list today? Yeah, the Zerum Planning to work on uh, an EP. It's called Conejo de la Luna, which means the bunny and the moon. There's a whole story and song about that. Uh, it's going to be six songs. Uh, the common thread would be the nighttime and all the stories that come with it. They could either be intimate and nice and magical, but it, they can also turn a bit dark and vulnerable. 
Very nice. Well, of course, you can find Paula on social media on Instagram at Paula Sophia MV, and you can look to tfa.radio, and we'll post a whole teaser about Paula and her music. Paula, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much, Jesse, for having me. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. are listening to tracks from abroad on ciut let me hang up this phone hold on hold on actually yeah sorry about the phone ringing you are listening to tracks from abroad on ciut 89.5 fm today's show was all about guatemala and i hope you enjoyed it thank you very much to our guests hugo a university of toronto student as well as paula sofia and um, you can catch our show at tfa.radio on Instagram. You can see all the behind the scenes, including the fact that next week we're doing an episode all about Zambia uh, with a, a Zambian student. In fact, she's from the African Students Association at UFT. You're going to hear from her too. Vanessa, great interview we did. I also got help on that show from Carrie Booney, uh, the African music show from 3 to 5 p.m. on Sundays here on CIUT. So thanks again for listening. And next up, you've got Indigenous Waves. Great session of music coming up throughout the rest of the night here on CIUT. And thanks for listening to my show. Tracks from Abroad will be with you next week. <laughs>